Good morning and welcome back to The Gospel Getup, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings once again jump us forward in the book of Ezekiel to chapter 33, and in the book of Romans we move into chapter 3. The readings for today are set to an order for lauds. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights above. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of his faithful people. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. The Old Testament reading is Ezekiel chapter 33, the first 20 verses. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, speak to your countrymen and say this to them. When I bring a sword against a land, and the people of the land appoint one man from their midst as their watchman, and that man sees the sword coming upon the land and blows the ram's horn to warn the people, then if anyone who hears the sound of the ram's horn does not heed the warning, and as a result the sword comes and takes him away, his blood will be on his own head. He heard the sound of the ram's horn, but he did not take warning, so his own blood is on him. If he had heeded the warning, he would have saved his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming, but does not blow the ram's horn, and as a result the people are not warned, then if the sword comes and takes one of them away, that man has been taken away because of his own guilt, but I will also hold the watchman responsible for his blood. But I have appointed you, son of man, to be a watchman for the house of Israel. So whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you are to warn them from me. When I say to a wicked man, Wicked man, you shall surely die. If you do not speak to warn the wicked man against his way, that wicked man will die because of his guilt, but I will also hold you responsible for his blood. But if you do warn the wicked man to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he will die because of his guilt, but you will have saved your life. So you, son of man, say the following to the house of Israel. This is what you people are saying. Certainly our rebellion and our sins weigh us down, and because of them we are rotting away. How then can we live? Say to them, as I live, declares the Lord God, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that the wicked turn from their way and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? So you, son of man, also say this to your countrymen, The righteousness of a righteous man will not save him on the day that he rebels, and the wickedness of a wicked man will not cause him to stumble on the day that he turns away from his wickedness. Likewise, a righteous man will not be able to live by his righteousness on the day that he sins. When I say about the righteous man, he will surely live, but he then trusts in his own righteousness and does unrighteous things, all of his righteous acts 
will no longer be remembered, and he will die because of the unrighteous things he does. Or when I say to the wicked man, you will surely die, and he turns from his sin and practices justice and righteousness, if that wicked man returns the collateral paid to him for a loan, returns what he has stolen, walks in the laws that lead to life, and so avoids doing unrighteous things, he will surely live. He will not die. All of the evil acts he committed will not be remembered against him, since he has practiced justice and righteousness. He will certainly live. Yet your countrymen are saying, the Lord's way is not fair, although it is actually their way that is not fair. When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness and does unrighteous things, he will die in them. But when a wicked man turns away from his wickedness and practices justice and righteousness, he will live through them. So even though you say the Lord's way is not fair, I will judge each one of you according to his own ways, O house of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. The New Testament reading moves into Romans chapter 3, the first 18 verses. What advantage, then, is there in being a Jew? Or what benefit is there to circumcision? Much in every way. Indeed, above all else, they were entrusted with the messages of God. Now what if some did not believe? Their unbelief will not nullify God's faithfulness, will it? Absolutely not. God must be true, even though everyone is found to be a liar, just as it is written, so that you would be justified whenever you speak and win the case when you judge. Now if our unrighteousness demonstrates God's righteousness, what shall we say? God is not unjust in bringing his wrath on us, is he? I am speaking from a human point of view. Absolutely not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? For example, someone might say, If by my lie the truth of God increases all the more to his glory, why am I still being judged as a sinner? And why not say, as some slanderously claim we say, let us do evil so that good may result? Their condemnation is deserved. What then? Are we any better off? No, not at all. In fact, we have already made the charge that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. Just as it is written, there is no one who is righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who searches for God. They all turned away. Together they became useless. There is no one who does what is good. There is not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They kept deceiving with their tongues. The poison of asps is on their lips. Their mouth is filled with cursing and bitterness. Their feet are quick to shed blood. They leave a trail of destruction and suffering wherever they go. The way of peace they did not know. There is no fear of God in front of their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. We now read the Song of Zechariah. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. 
he promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine on us. May God bless us so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.